Welcome to the Happily Married in Love podcast with your hosts, Michael and Sherry Barnes. Hey, this is Michael and Sherry, and we are here continuing our series talking about Bibles, couples, or couples we found in the Bible, Mm -hmm. because we found that you know um the bible really does speak to where we are there's nothing new under the sun right and there's a lot of things we can identify with or just learn from in terms of couples Mm -hmm. so who we're going to talk about today is jacob leah Leah and rachel and rachel Mm -hmm. wow i mean that's a rough situation triangle couple yeah (laughs) yeah the triangle couple that's a Mm -hmm. great way of putting it you know, mm-hmm. Hollywood can't even touch it, man. That'd be no. that'd be a modern day uh, reality show. You know, mm-hmm. you know, there's whole sister wives, and this is seriously yeah. sisters as wives. Mm-hmm. They are the oldest and the youngest. Yeah, you know, and just you know, if you're unfamiliar with the story of or the the account of Leah, Rachel, and Jacob, here's the situation: there, theirs was there was a marriage of deception. Mm-hmm. There was sibling rivalry. There was right. manipulation, there mm-hmm. was jealousy, and you know, and Jacob's this guy who's got to navigate all of it with these two sisters, their baggage, mm-hmm. his own baggage, yep. you know, and not to speak of his father-in-law that he had some issues with. Wow, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, lots of baggage. Yeah, so it, it was it was messy, you know. All mm-hmm. right, so if you're unfamiliar with the story, or even if you are, no, we're going to be covering Genesis 28 through 31 obviously we're not going to read all those verses Mm -hmm. but to give you a reference so you can go back and go take a look at them but we're going to hit something things uh i thought it was really good as i was reading through it again when you look in chapter 28 i'm going to summarize it you know isaac is dad you know calls jacob because jacob and and esau are twin brothers but they're at they're at marrying age Mm -hmm. and jacob you know, um, Isaac calls Jacob and tells him and blesses him because now he's got the family um, blessing. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the story, if you back up some, Esau actually was the firstborn. Right. By, I don't know, a couple of seconds or a minute or whatever, mm-hmm. but he's the first mm-hmm. one that comes out. First so he one. was supposed to, he was in line for the blessing through bad decisions of his own mm-hmm. and a little bit of deception on Jacob's part. Right. He loses that blessing. So now Jacob has the family blessing or the double blessing. Mm-hmm. And so he's set up as the, the inheritor. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to understand something about the name Jacob. It's amazing. You know, Jacob, when you look at the top names, a boy's names, mm-hmm. in the last several years, or I would say within the last 10 years, Jacob has moved higher in the list. Wow. And I think that's because most people don't know what Jacob means please tell them what it means jacob means deceiver supplanter um i mean essentially that that's what his name is mean is mm-hmm. you know trickster i mean he he is all those things people just like the name jake a lot of like hey jake you know please don't name your son this oh well if it's too late if you already I mean, it. It <laughs> you right. know right. Nothing we can do you about just have it. to believe that you won't follow that namesake mm-hmm. you know um but, you know, that, that shows where he is and he's mm-hmm. coming out. And actually, he's, if you look at the original language, it means hill grabber. And it came mm-hmm. from this when they were born, Esau's coming out and Jacob literally has his hand on his heel coming wow. out of the womb. Wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that, right. that, that, that's serious. So that says a lot about who he is. Mm-hmm. In a positive sense, 
someone can look at it and says, well, this, this is a guy who's going, he's a mover and shaker. He's about things. He knows that what he wants. He's mm -hmm. going after it. And that's very true for him. But also he used a lot of deception. That's how he got the blessing from his brother. He tricked yeah. him. Yeah. He, no, actually, yeah, he did trick him, but he he capitalized on the opportunity. Esau <laughs> you know? was starving, hungry. Yeah, you know, he, you know, mm -hmm. I think I think he must have been an age where his prefrontal cortex was not <laughs> developed yet, where he was like, oh, man, I'm about to pass out from, you know, I'm famished. Right, right. It's like, dude, you ain't, you know, drink some water, okay? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, drink some water, you'll be okay, take care mm -hmm. of the hunger. But, you know, and, you know, and, and, but the scripture says about him that he despised his birthright. So it was more than just, there was something in him. And here we're not talking about him. Right. Because um, we want to go back to Jacob. So in chapter 28, his father Isaac calls him, says, look, you're blessed him. He said, but you cannot take a wife from the Canaanite women. Those were the people groups they were surrounded by. Okay. For Christian parents, that'd be the same as, I need you to marry a Christian woman. Don't take someone, one of the Canaanite women, one of these women out here who mm -hmm. don't believe in God, don't have the same value system as you. Right. They've got other gods, mm -hmm. be it in today's world. It's like, well, nobody's bowing down before these idols. Some of them might. They might be of another religion. They might. They might, they might be of another belief system. Mm -hmm. Obviously, most of them are. And they mm -hmm. would draw their hearts away. So he says, you cannot do this. You've got to go to, he said, here's where I want you to go. Go back to our family line that's in, an, in another city, another country. Mm -hmm. And go to, says, go to Bethuel, your mother's father, and take us a wife from there, one of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. So he, essentially he said, I want you to go marry one of your cousins. Right. Now today it's like, kissing cousins. That's what they did back it's the, then. It's Old Testament, right? It's Old Testament. We shouldn't do that now. No, we wouldn't. We shouldn't do that today. No. But in the context and the culture and time that they lived, they could do that mm -hmm. back then. Right. Okay. Um, and then, you know, he, he pronounces a blessing on him and he goes. And it's interesting that even in chapter 28, as I drop down to verse 6, it talks about his brother Esau again. Okay. And it shows a, a comparison of the two. The reason we're taking time in this because it shows a lot about the character. Mm -hmm. All right, so Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away, take a wife from there. Then he's like, um, well, you know what? I'm going to go down and go grab me a Canaanite woman. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the verse 7 says um, that the when Esau, verse 8, I'm sorry. When Esau saw that the Canaanite woman did not please Isaac, his father, Isaac went to Ishmael wow. and took as his wife okay. and took as his wife, besides the wives he had, he he starts naming who these people are. Mm -hmm. He intentionally says, you know what? I'm going to go down there and I'm going to do this. Now, if we can do a parallel today, mm -hmm. that's like one, a Christian son who, well, let me put it like this. Someone who was raised in a Christian home. Right. With a belief system, just going out there, I'm just going to go marry somebody that mm -hmm. they have a different mm -hmm. belief. I don't care if they don't represent the values of my family. I'm just mm -hmm. going to go down and intentionally saw it. Because he said when he saw that, they displeased Isaac. That was his way because, okay, my father blessed my brother. He got everything. So there's favoritism going on. So I'm going to get back to him. I'm going to go like get competition. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. But anyway, as you we drop down to verse 13. 
Jacob has an as any experience with God, and as a re result, the Lord says, and behold, the Lord stood above. This was the ladder. Um, if you've been around church, you've heard of Jacob's ladder. The angels are sending and descending mm -hmm, upon mm -hmm. it. Right. right. And the Lord stood above and says, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, which Abraham was actually his grandfather and the father, and Isaac was his father. Mm -hmm. The land on which you lie, which I will give to you and to your offspring, your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. This is the same blessing he had pronounced on Abraham. Mm -hmm. And went to Isaac. Now it's going to Jacob. Right, right. And behold, I'm with you and will keep you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done all or done what I have promised to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. You know, so here's this word that he has that stays with him. And the reason I'm, I'm reading it is because as we were unpacking and talking about some of this, mm -hmm. I think that that had to stay with him, that that colored or influenced a lot of decisions he made. OK. You know, so he's seeing this promise and then ultimately he it, it gave him an anchor also for his soul because the Lord said, I'm going to be with you. Mm hmm. You know, isn't that something like Jesus told you? He said, I would not leave you. Right. Even to the end of the yeah, age. That's what it says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that gives it gives us that that acts as an anchor, mm -hmm. especially as the, the drama <laughs> was yeah, about coming. to go yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. He's about to go through. Mm -hmm. OK, so. Chapter 29. All right. So we see as he starts out, he's going on his journey. He goes to the, to his his people. And, you know, he gets to this well where there's water and there's other people there, other shepherds there, you know, and they're waiting to water their flocks, you know. But, you know, he's like, hey, do you guys know? Um, you know, he said, hey, where are you guys from? They said, we are from Haran. I'm in verse five now. Mm -hmm. And he said, do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, yeah, we know it. He said to them, is it well with him? They said, it is well. And see, Rachel. His daughter is is coming with the sheep. She was a shepherdess, you know. So they were already like, okay, cool. So he knows he's in the right spot. He's mm -hmm. he's making connection with his family. All, All right. right. So then, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. funny, mm -hmm. you know. He starts flexing right here, you know. All right. Um, and then Jacob says, "Behold, it's it's still high day. It is not time for the livestock to be gathered together, water the sheep and go pasture them." But they said, we cannot until all the flocks are gathered together and the stone is rolled from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. Verse nine, while he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. Now, as soon as Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, so this is his cousin, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother. So obviously he had some real, he must have a nice sized flock. Mm -hmm. Jacob came near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth. The so seagull start flexing like, right, oh, right. ooh, this beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. All right, let me move this out of the way. Because of her looks, right, right, <laughs> right, right. Let me help. Yeah. yeah. Let's, you know, let's expedite this, this process mm -hmm. and water the flock of his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. Wow. Now, 
it, I mean, he didn't lip lock her. He probably kissed her on the forehead or the cheek or something. <laughs> okay. That was a custom they okay. did in the day. Okay, because later on you see that Laban actually kisses Jacob. It's like they kiss him on the head. It's a, it's a, on the side, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think he lip locked her, you know. <laughs> you know. Okay. You know, in verse 12, and Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's kinsman and that he was Rebecca's son, and she ran and told her dad. And as soon as Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister, son, or his nephew in our day, mm-hmm. he ran to meet him, embraced him, and kissed him. See, there it is again. Mm-hmm. And brought him to his house. And then Jacob gives him up, brings him up speed, say, hey, here's what's going on. And he says, look, you are family. Stay. And it said he stayed with him a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if you would pick up a verse 15. Then Laban said to Jacob, just because you are my relative, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak and dull looking, but Rachel was beautiful and attractive. And Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will work for you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, It's better that I give her to you than than to another man. Stay and live with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Finally, Jacob said to Laban, give me, your, give me my wife, for my time is completed, so that I might take her to me. <laughs> so let's stop here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and then we're going we're gonna to jump into that mm-hmm. one, because that's okay. really interesting. So stay tuned. Okay, so we're back. All right, so we left off where, you know, we're, we're in chapter 29. And we just read where Jacob, you know, he's there. He sees the two sisters. Mm-hmm. Now, Leah being the oldest, it just kind of says she was dull-eyed or weak, weak and dull-looking. Weak and dull look. She her didn't eye. have on her makeup. Oh, yeah. She didn't have the, the eyelashes. She, she didn't need a little get, enhancement there. Get the shadow going. You right. Know, the sparkle. And, yeah. What's that sparkle that. they put on there? The shadow. <laughs> yeah. Not shadow. Yeah. She didn't have the... the the hips, lips, or fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then it says, you know, Rachel's there. It's like. She had natural beauty. Natural beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so he was like, oh, man, that's the one. But, yes, yeah, she was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, here is something. He says, I will serve you seven years for the younger daughter, Rachel. He was very specific. Yeah. Okay. And, and the thing about it is. You know, Laban says, cool, family member, I already know you, you know, cool, we could do this. All right, and it said he served seven years, and they, now here's this guy that he loved her so much that it said it seemed like a few days. Mm-hmm. I kept I, I kept thinking through that. I'm like, now we've been married almost 34 years. Right. And over that time, it, it seemed like it's gone quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, we've lived together. But I'm not sure I could work and not be married to you and see you on some regular basis and it seemed like a few days <laughs> <laughs> to me. that's just me and now you know listeners out there if you would you know send us a note or something let me know how you feel about that it's like could you do that mm. you know right um you know they could now anyway. you know but verse 21 I, I think it's interesting because the way the language it kind of gives you that that like well then jacob said to laban give me my wife and then i may go into her for my time is complete if we said that today, it's like, dude, 
I've been faithful. I've been holding out. I've been seeing this woman seven years. Dude, <laughs> give me my wife. It's time. <laughs> you know, right, right. You know, right. Who said she, you know, back then, you know, women didn't have much of a voice. We don't know how she might have been like, yeah, it's time. <laughs> I haven't been with anybody, but it's time. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. You know, because I, I imagine, you know, I was I was using what we call sanctified imagination. Mm -hmm. You know, can you imagine over those years that, okay, he's laboring, he's out in the field. She knows when his lunchtime is, and maybe she, you know, did some fresh squeezed lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Taste those grapes and stuff. Grapes, yeah, yeah, you know. Take him some food, you know. Mm -hmm. Cheese and curds and, you know, mm -hmm. goat's milk. And, you know, she fixes him a lunch. But then can you imagine that maybe sometime Leah says, well, I could fix it. Or maybe she fixes and runs out there and gets it before mm -hmm. Rachel does. Right. You know, the Bible doesn't tell us those things. But if mm -hmm. you begin to think about, you know, Leah saw him as the same same seven years mm -hmm. and so you know the one she developing feelings for him That's she true. already now she already knows that he loves rachel because it's pretty you know at that point it's exposed right he says hey i'm here serving and maybe she made some advances toward him like hey you know it's a possibility but he was looking at rachel he's looking at rachel where then you know maybe over seven years she just knew okay he's not gonna <laughs> like me you know it's pretty well settled i can't convince him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and you know, and you know, sometimes people can be rough. Sisters can be rough. Yeah. You know, you know how I said now, I, I mean, obviously I can't talk about you and sisters because I'm, I'm a guy. Obviously. Correct. But some of the TV Correct. shows I've seen where sisters sat down, you know, how, how many times did Rachel might say like, hey, you know, when Jacob and I get married and he builds a house over there, I'm going to paint that one wall. <laughs> you know, I'm going to put some flowers on front and we're going to have our own sheet. Mm -hmm. You know, and Leah might like, did I ask you? Did, did I ask you to say that? <laughs> you know, no, no, dog, Sherry. I mean, you as a girl. I mean, female. It just, you know, sometimes you have that little, little bit of jealousy thing going on, and mm -hmm. somebody's telling you something, and you're, mm -hmm. you don't have that same expectation. But it's kind of like I don't really want to hear this story, but right. you, you know, I guess as a sister, you would listen, and mm -hmm. you know, um, but it would just go on and on and on, you know, right. right. So, you know, but, but here's one thing to think about. Um, I'd imagine Laban might have had some other or maybe he didn't No, he had other sons. Mm -hmm. Maybe he had some other servants. You know, how many times did maybe Leah felt rejected? Because in that seven years, it, it doesn't give us any reference that there was any other engagement from anybody else that saw her mm -hmm. or they at least tried to. Hey, I want to marry your daughter. I'm interested in your daughter, Leah. We don't have any reference for that. No, we don't. So it kind of speaks to maybe what was her self-image like. You know, how mm -hmm. was she? Was she constantly feeling rejected? And yet, here's my younger daughter. Right. I mean, younger sister. Excuse me. About to get married. This mm -hmm. other guy, and here I am. Nothing's happening. Yeah, it just it just doesn't address that. So we don't know, but right. we know that they probably both were attracted to him. Right. You know, Leah could have been secretly attractive to him. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. You know? Now, verse 21. All right. So you read that part. Pick up verse 22 and then go ahead and read down. I'll tell you when to stop. And Laban gathered together all the men of the, of the place and made a feast with drinking. 
And when night came, he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob, who had intercourse with her. And Laban gave Zelpah, his maid, to his daughter Leah to be her maid. But in the morning, Jacob saw his wife, and behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Did I not work for you all those seven years for Rachel? Why have you deceived and cheated and thrown me down like this? And Laban said, It is not permitted in our country to give the younger in marriage before the elder. Finish the wedding feast week for Leah, then we will give you Rachel also, and you shall work for me yet seven more years in return. So Jacob complied, and fulfilled Leah's week. Then Laban gave him Rachel, his daughter, as his wife. And Laban, Laban gave Bilhah, his maid, to Rachel, his daughter, to be her maid. And Jacob lived with Rachel also as his wife, as he loved Rachel more than Leah and served Laban another seven years for her. Okay, now stop. You know, here is how... Now, Help me out here. And I don't want to read anything more into it. Mm -hmm. But it felt as if, obviously, Laban Laban knew what he was going to do. He Mm -hmm. had plenty of time to think about it. I had a question of, did Leah know or how soon did she know that he was going to do this? It doesn't give us that impact. No, it doesn't. But it kind of of reads as if he just came in and said, hey, look, here's what what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the part that I want to make sure we balance it. It makes me wonder if he says, look, this older daughter's not getting any suitors. Nobody seems to be interested in her. Mm-hmm. Let me offload her. And I'm going to use Rachel as the bargaining chip. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's, he's bargaining with his daughters. Mm. He, he fools Jacob. And I, and, and I kept looking. I'm like. How do you not know this was Leah? Now, yes, he he had some he got inebriated because he's like, look, I'm about to get married and we're mm-hmm, celebrating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in that culture, when you do the history, she would have still had a veil That's on. That's what I was gonna say. It's a veil was over her face. Veil was on her face. A lot of times, the marriage actually happened at night. Mm-hmm. It could happen anywhere up to midnight or even afterward. Mm-hmm. And even that's why you see some of the parables that Jesus talks about, about the five foolish versions and the wide version. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, because we don't know when the groom's coming. Mm-hmm. And in that culture, they could do that. So it possible it could have been dark. I mean, they didn't have lights like that. They had candles no, and stuff. No. So all he knows is he's probably inebriated. He's probably really happy. She's got mm-hmm. a veil on and mm-hmm. it's dark enough in there that he can't tell. Right. Until the next morning. Right, and he's like, oh, my goodness, what just happened here? Oh, dude, I mean, he wakes up. You know, she's probably, wow. she might lay it on his chest. He's got his arm around mm-hmm. her. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's waking up, like, happy, like, oh, man, the wife of my dream. <laughs> hey, honey, goes over and kisses. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the one that's got the weak, weak and, uh, yeah, the dull no, eyes. Dull eyes. Oh, that's my insane. goodness. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, he said, well. I just said, what come around, what goes around, comes around with, with Jacob, right? Oh, because he sold seed, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the deceiver. Right. Yeah, so he got deceived. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he got double received, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, And that, that's, a, that's really a story, a testament, not a story. I keep going back to that. 
that's a lesson for anybody out there who thinks that they are so smooth mm -hmm. that they can fool people, that they can tell the stories, they can just lie upon lie. It's going to catch you. Right, right. It, you know, it may look a little differently, but it will find you. And, it, and it's a scripture that says, be sure your sin will find you mm -hmm. out. All right, so in this situation, so now you've got Leah who, yes, she's been married. Yes, now, I'm going to use that term again. She's, maybe she's feeling like, i just been offloaded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, I got Jacob. I got Jacob now. Right. But yeah, but yeah, my dad did it. He did it wrong. And so what kind of relationship now she has with her father? Has to be better. Yeah. And the thing about this scripture doesn't talk about the mother. No. No, you know, it just talks about Laban. It talks about Laban, which in that culture, men were, men were dominant. Mm -hmm. But we don't know where she was. Maybe she, maybe she had died. We, we don't know. Right. We don't know what happened to her. Right. At right. this point, unless you did some story, but in the story, she doesn't have any impact. Mm -hmm. But you see Laban here, and so now she's got a broke, a semi-strained relationship with her dad. Mm -hmm. In that, yeah, or we don't know. Maybe she did negotiate with him, say, "Hey, That's you know, true. why don't we do That's this?" True. All right. Now, Rachel. Let's think about. It's her wedding night. Or mm -hmm. supposed to be a wedding night. Mm -hmm. And her dad comes to her and says, you're not getting married tonight. Your sister's taking your place. So disappointing. And and the thing about it, he would have had to take her away somewhere. How would she, could you imagine hearing that? He Maybe he did it earlier in the day. And, you know, Jacob's like, hey, where's, where's Rachel at? Oh, you know, I sent her. She had to go do something. She's getting prepared. <laughs> I sent her over to, you know. She got to get her nails done. She's getting her <laughs> hair done. She's getting the mani-pedi. Mm -hmm. You know, she's mm -hmm. going through the spa treatment. <laughs> and he, he lied and had her out somewhere else. Because mm -hmm. I can imagine she would have been fairly vocal. Like, hey, Jacob, uh, I ain't in there. <laughs> you right, know? right. Or would have said something like, my dad's going to do this, you know. And so how mm -hmm. does she feel that now my dad has tricked me? That now my sister has taken my place. I'm quite sure the oldest was gloating. Oh, yeah. Over the younger, like, now look, 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 look. Right, right. I mean, there, there is so much in this story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I, I, as I'm looking at it, I feel for both sisters. I, I feel for Jacob, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. Jacob called, you know, if you look at it, he sowed some seed. It came back on him. But I still feel for him because it's like. He got totally jacked. Yeah. But then he wasn't the only victim. Both sisters are victims. Mm -hmm. And they're probably very vexed and bitter with each other. Yeah. You know, now they know they both can blame their dad. Because in that culture, the father had the authority. Women had very little mm -hmm. things. And a young lady wouldn't even leave her father's house until she was married. In most right. cases, not right. every. So she didn't have a lot of recourse. Mm -hmm. So now they got to look at their dad, however many days, knowing what he did. And they're in that situation. And like you said, now there's that tension of, well, I got him first. Right. Now he works seven more days. But then the thing about the scripture still says in verse 30, you read it. Jacob went into Rachel also. So after his seven, you know, in that day, they get when they got married, they get seven day celebration. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine, okay, day one, he's got to go through the day one of celebration. Like, man, 
<laughs> I'm married to the woman I didn't love. Didn't I wasn't here for her. I got to stay with her for seven seven days. Jesus has to make the best of it, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, when they're up dancing and celebrating, he's probably sitting there like, I can't believe this. Laban might have been watching, though, so he might have did the right thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, obviously I he mean, did. I mean, you know, just, just like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a, a true thing. It was kind right. of more like a just, right. just being cordial because his father-in-law staring at him. Right. So here's the question. How much is he engaging with Leah during the seven days? It's her time. Know. Is he just sitting there just kind of like, yeah, okay, how you doing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. He might have been flirting with other women. I don't know. Who knows? Well, well, obviously he's in love with Rachel. So he's 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 looking forward to her. He might have been look- If she was there, he was looking at her. Yeah. You know, they're probably talking to her. And, you know, and Leah's sitting over here like I'm the bride. Mm-hmm. And I'm not getting any attention. This was a raw deal, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was a raw, raw deal. deal. Raw deal. Mm-hmm. So then... The, her week is up. He gets he gets Rachel now, and he is loving. Scripture said he loved Rachel more than Leah, and he served Laban for another seven years. Mm-hmm. So you see, the foundation of their relationship one starts with deception. It does. It starts with animosity. Mm-hmm. That's got to be there, or like someone's grandmother says, animosity. <laughs> <laughs> There's no age in animosity. Right. But she right, goes to right. animosity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they have to now work through this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so from a relationship standpoint, you know, to me, it takes sibling rivalry to a whole new level. It does. You know, um, now they both have, you know, the father was nice enough that he gave both of them servants to help them. So then. You know, the servants are, you know, they're going to be probably quiet, but you know, women are going to talk. They're hearing everything and then talking to each other, probably. And they're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. The two of them probably like, you see what happened? <laughs> Whoa. Man. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's jacked. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, if we still got to have, so let's, let's read on. All right. Now, not only do they have baggage, they got this relationship. Mm-hmm. Enter children into the mix. Mm-hmm. Yes, it says, and Leah became pregnant and bore a son. Yeah, now hang on. What? You know, we I had a question earlier. Okay. And I want to go back to chat. I'm not going to go back, but I'm going to reference chapter 28 mm-hmm. because I, I I used to wonder, and I still kind of wonder. It's like, well, wait a minute. How come Jacob didn't say the next morning, Laban? This was not an agreement. You gave me your oldest daughter. I'm not going to. This is this was a marriage of deception. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to marry her. I'm going to annul this or give her a writ of divorcement. But he didn't I didn't do it. Yeah, now he didn't do it, but he could have. I know, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like there was any resistance. Like, OK, all right. And the reason I think there was there was like a resistance goes back to the word the Lord gave him. He says, your offspring is going to be like the dust of the earth. Mm. You're going to spread to the north, south, east, and west, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be with you. So somehow I think that word helped carry him mm-hmm. through it that he was like, well, maybe if I'm going to have that many offspring, mm-hmm. that's probably more than one woman that's going to be able to do it. Because it was not uncommon to have more than one wife. His grandfather had more than one wife. Isaac, his dad, only had one, right, Rebecca. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the surrounding cultures, he did see that. So mm-hmm. it was not that unusual. Mm-hmm. But... I'm I'm thinking that the word he got 
stayed with him and helped solidify him, which is mm-hmm. a takeaway for us today. When we get a word from God that can carry us through difficult situations. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Situation you didn't ask for. <laughs> you didn't mm-hmm. plan for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you find yourself in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it's been a lot. It's been a lot in our marriage that we yeah. we just had to endure through. Right. You know, we probably questioned it, but it, the whole time we had to trust God was in the midst mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, because we got word from God. Mm-hmm. We we heard mm-hmm. his word, mm-hmm. either the written word or a spoken word, but it was that, the word. So I think that's one thing that kept him going through it. And somehow there, there appeared to be some kind of grace for these wives mm-hmm. in that. That you know, for, the, for them to walk it out. No, it doesn't say the Lord rescued them from it. It, but the, nope. but they were able to nope. walk it out. Right, right. Tension and all. Maybe they came to agreement to disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, they. That's I imagine they had separate tents. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's what I was wondering. I was like, no, they wasn't in the same place. <laughs> no, they had separate tents. Yeah, yeah. He you had know. to go back and forth. You know. Right. Right. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious! I tell you. Right. Stay married to one man or one woman. Right. The two thing is just a lot of work. Oh yeah. All right. So we started with children. All right. So verse thirty-one. It says, "When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, that's interesting." That says hated. You know, it's pretty strong. Yeah. When you look up that word hated, hated can mean detested, contempted. I mean, you know, just despised. Mm-hmm. But yet, I mean, enough that. He's still with her. He's got some kind of relationship, but it is kind of just like, it's almost like he's tolerating her. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it makes you wonder how many people in a relationship where they're tolerated. Mm. Oh, here was the thing that I was thinking about Leah. And we're going to wrap on this because we're going to have to do a part two on this. Mm-hmm. Was how do you, how do, and maybe it's a question for our audience. And I'm, right. and you as a, a woman, I'm going to kind of pose it to you just kind of rhetorically Mm -hmm. is how do you deal in a marriage where your spouse is in love with somebody else? Now in today's most people are going to divorce. They're not going to hang around, Mm -hmm. but what if they're in still in love with a memory? Right. What if they're still in love with just a fantasy or an ideal Mm -hmm. about something, but they're not in love with you? They're tolerating you, and, and the scripture says, and he hated her, and that's that language. I mean, it, if you want to pack that in the original language, it really is just that despise, just kind of contempt, just kind of like, eh, I'm here with you, but I don't really love and engage mm-hmm. with you. You know, there, I'm, I'm not going to be vulnerable with you. So how do you, how do you deal with that? Time. I don't know how that works, but I can imagine it. That she was very miserable, very. Depressed. I'm quite sure a lot of depression was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back then she, if it had been, she would have been on some antidepressants <laughs> right. to deal with that. Right. That that hatred she was getting. I mm-hmm. mean, it had to really work on her. Mm-hmm. Now we don't know if she was in. You know, she had access to alcohol. That maybe that right. was how she self medicated. Right. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know that you know what didn't say anything about she wouldn't smoke some weed or anything so oh like today yeah yeah, yeah like people do mm-hmm. they're yeah. escaping through weed mm-hmm. yeah. that's a whole other thing that's another story but you're right. right so you know we're gonna wrap on that one 
because we're going to come back on another in the next session where in our audience. So how do you deal with that? You know, and, and then I pose it that way that maybe couples may still find themselves where don't really full feel fully loved mm -hmm. because their spouse is in in love with a like I said a past relationship mm -hmm. somebody else a fantasy but they're not really there that's a really good question right but I'm um, kind of giving a little bit of a uh, spoiler alert <laughs> when you read at the very end Jacob eventually does love her okay so that's the good news I'm, I'm going to end on a good note on this one <laughs> We'll unpack more of it in the next session. Mm -hmm. But for mm -hmm. those of you who are sitting out there like, oh, dude, that's hard. But no. But how he gets there, we're going to talk about. How they get there. Let me actually talk. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So this one we're going to wrap here. So, wow. Man, where's <laughs> the time go? <laughs> so we got there. So we're going to pick up till next time we'll be back to talk more about Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. Right. So until next time, this is Michael. And Sherry. Peace. Peace.